0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to BTP. We're with you with Dan, as always. Hey to Dan, how's it going?
1: What's up, my man, buddy? How are you? Life is great. Glad to be here with you. Things are changing a little bit in the world of politics and business, especially after the coronavirus outbreak that is you know, affecting a lot of countries. But we are doing fine, busy, and trying our very best to go through all the crises ahead and hopefully come out stronger.
0: Excellent, excellent. How, how, how are you coping with all of the, you know, changes that are happening?
1: Well, let's be honest. Uh, this particular uh, coronavirus uh, epidemic is going to affect international business much more than anything else. Like, uh, like this is like the number one target because uh, it creates tremendous tr- difficulties when it comes to shipping things, when it comes to uh, flying around in different countries. And because of this, This is uh, perhaps uh, not, of course, for our business, but for a lot of like airliners and tourist industry, probably it's going to be like a nightmare. Already, a lot of airlines have reported uh, massive losses in terms of their profits. And uh, this is, of course, uh, not just about airlines. I mean, many economies around the world. I was just following some news about Germany because we recently moved to Germany basically for a company in Europe. And Germany is expected to actually shrink in terms of its economic growth because of this coronavirus China's already hurt basically uh, severely and we're not even sure about the you know the future of let's say new releases of let's say iPhone and other electronics. So this is definitely going to affect uh, the world of international business uh, so much but at the same time like almost everything else. I mean media loves to scare people. So uh, it's not as big as people would like to make it to be actually. And the whole coronavirus thing like this serious crazy disease kills less than 2% of those who've actually been infected. And those are not your average Joe. I mean, we're talking about like people who are extremely old, who have uh, severe immune de- deficits. I don't know, uh, perhaps those who have HIV or other things, or other types of people with who are ex- specifically very sensitive. So for the most people, it is nothing more than a short flu. Actually, you can recover from the the corona flu much faster, ironically, than typical flus, because. It's a it, it, you get it very fast and then you also recover very fast. So it's about like three, four, five days. So, uh, but unfortunately, that's not what people say because it creates this oh my gosh, we are all going because the media loves you know, these scenarios like, oh, the apocalypse is here and we're all gonna die and this virus is the new thing. But then again, that's just the media. They want to scare people so people actually start watching. So, in reality, the virus isn't that you know dangerous. I mean, it's no, no longer, uh, it's, uh, from my point of view, a serious health threat because. It's just very contagious. It's just a very contagious form of flu. But everyone who is currently listening to us has at least once suffered from a flu, probably a few times a year, uh, basically. So it's quite normal. It's just another disease. But the fact that it's very contagious will then create the problem for uh, travelers, for those who work in a national business. Uh, but then again, it's just about the you know the media people like to scare things because let's be honest like it's it's a good the best form of escapism because a lot of people right now around the world they find this to be a great hot topic to talk about, their attention is focused on it, so it's like you know entertainment for the you know majority of the middle and the lower class because i mean let's be honest it's very fun, it's entertaining you focus on it right so because of this, I don't see this as a major real health threat globally. What it really is, is just a major threat to international business because it creates problems. I mean, right now, a lot of airlines have fewer passengers. Many countries have basically uh, now putting some limitations on certain countries. As of now, uh, there are a lot of, you know, quarantines going on. Italy right now has a couple of cities quarantined. China, of course, was the, where it all started. They have done the, their own quarantines, basically. And there are right now a few countries in the Middle East. Iran is currently one of the major epicenters of uh, basically the virus in the Middle East. And uh, the U.S. fortunately has not been affected so much. But all the experts have actually predicted that the virus will reach the U.S. at some point. It isn't a matter of if it reaches the U.S. It's a matter of when it, it does. Uh, but then again, uh, still, it's just uh, you know a goddamn flu virus. So people take it too seriously, I guess. And that's the reason why it has caused some problems. The only reason this is it's very... Very, very contagious. That's it. Like, other than that, it's just a goddamn flu. Uh, but that's not, unfortunately, what people think about. And just like you know, all aspects of marketing, this is anti-marketing. This is negative marketing. So people are going to like, oh, I don't want to travel to this country and just get a flu or something. I want to stay home. And then the media, perpetu- you know, perpetuates this issue and says like, oh, it's a very serious problem. But ultimately, it's not that big a deal. But then again, that's uh, you know the news market for you. You want to actually scare people so much to get all the viewers. Uh, so it's a very good time for the news media very bad time for international business and tourism but then again it's a you know like like kind of like ebola it'll pass i'm pretty sure so for me this issue is really just a micro issue as you know we've discussed micro and macro i do not even consider uh basically coronavirus as a an issue that i have to think about too much because it's a very micro issue it is not a macro issue most people right now are so concerned about how coronavirus will destroy their lives. While they're overeating, they don't exercise very frequently. They're always stressed. They're not. They're not growing. They're not living a healthy life. So they're not happy with their lives. They're not spending their time, you know, constructively, and they're not pursuing their dreams and goals. And somehow, all of a sudden, they want to just forget about all of that and just focus on this one. So I'm just saying, guys, you will have a far uh, higher health risk if you are overeating. You have a much higher health risk if you're eating fast food regularly and if you are obese or if you have high blood pressure. You have a much, much higher, uh, basically, uh, uh, dangerous situation if you are a regular smoker, let alone chain smokers, right? I mean, smoking is linked to all sorts of cancers. And now people are just not talking about that anymore because like, oh, there's this coronavirus coming up. Come on, guys. I mean, let's be honest. It's not as serious. We have much bigger problems to deal with in the modern world. Uh, whether it is the global warming, whether it is uh, how AI will affect us in the future. And in our personal lives, there are far worse health risks, including obesity, lack of physical activity, uh, basically high blood pressure, smoking, uh, over drinking. And we don't consider any of those stuff and are somehow all of a sudden focused on the coronavirus. This is the way it is. So because of this, it's definitely going to affect international business negatively. But for me personally, that is not an even issue that I think about in more than a couple of minutes because it's very micro. It is not a macro problem because I focus on macro issues and macro threats, not micro ones.
0: It is fascinating because I've basically been saying what you're saying to people around me and it's, 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 it's uncanny because, you know, I, I do math. Numbers don't lie to you. And I didn't do the numbers today, but I've done the numbers a few weeks ago. And exactly what you're saying, 2%, less than 2% of those who are affected actually die from it. And of those are majority people who are already compromised, their immune system are already compromised, (laughs) like old people. And those 2% won't just die with coronavirus. Those
1: 2% will die with any type of infectious disease if they catch one. I mean, if if they're an HIV patient... I'm sorry. You are HIV. You have no immune system. If you are, if your lungs are basically damaged by, let's say, chemical weapons or some sort of accidents, if you're a firefighter or something, it no. doesn't matter what virus you get. You get infection. If you get pneumonia, it doesn't really matter what it is. If you have infections in your lungs, you are going to have serious trouble. If you are, you know, let's say somebody above 60, 70, let's be honest. So your uh, basically health and immune system is not as well up to par. Now, again. There are a lot of people who are in their 70s and are very healthy because of a healthy lifestyle, because they've never smoked in their lives, because they've been physically active, because they have a very happy lifestyle, they're low stress. There are many 70, 80 year old right now who even if they catch the virus, the the coronavirus, they will not have any problem. They'll recover in a couple of days. So ultimately, we're talking about like the 2% who are extremely compromised uh, in terms of their health, immunity and well-being. And of course, these guys can die with, um, with almost anything. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there's some seriously crippled uh, cancer patients. Well, this guy if you push this guy too hard, he's going to die, let alone get, you know, catch uh, basically uh, coronavirus. So people are looking like, but man, worldwide, 2,000 people died. Like, dude, you know the number of people that die of car accidents every single day? Oh,
0: right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, not even in, just in the U.S., forget about other countries, man. What about, like, globally, 2,000 deaths? How many deaths do we have in the U.S. per day for car accidents? How many deaths because of other types of diseases, you know, cancer, other problems, right? How many deaths because of heart attacks, man? Seriously. I mean, like, people aren't concerned. Like, they're, like, eating their greasy little, you know, for example, hamburger. Like, man. Let me have some Coca-Cola as well just to, you know, get diabetes too. How thousands are <laughs> dead because of this virus? Dude, millions die per year because of heart uh, disease or because of, uh, you know, uh, diabetes. And you're now focused on the coronavirus that only affects the weak people who have no immune systems or have very compromised health systems. Come on, man. Let's, let's be serious. And uh, if you like, there was an article that said if you are below 50 and if you are, you have a normal health, again, you should not be like very healthy, just if you have normal health, you're not extremely crippled, then you should not concern yourself with coronavirus whatsoever. The same way you never think about you know catching a flu. As a matter of fact, most flus could be actually quite worse because. When, when, when there's a time, basically, of coronavirus, you actually become a lot more careful, like you wash your hands more often, all those things. So you should be a lot more concerned of your other habits, basically, than, you know, worrying about coronavirus. So people don't care about these things, unfortunately. What they do care about is, but listen, headline, another five dead. On the same day that five new deaths are announced in Italy or, I don't know, in Iran or in China or some, somewhere else, on the same day, there are probably hundreds of deaths that are not reported because of car accidents, because of I don't know other health issues, because of mugging, because of murder, and people don't care about these things. They care about those five deaths, and this ultimately comes down to one thing, and that is lack of understanding of statistics and how this actually work. Guys, less than one percent chance chance of death. I mean, just right a look at the just go on Google and say the uh, statistics of death. Death rate. I mean, you gotta see that less than two percent is just stupid, man. Like literally, it just makes no sense. But that again, it's all about the media. They gotta scare people about this thing, the same way they scare people, you know, about Ebola. The same way they do it for almost anything, because they want to attract the viewers. I mean, let's be honest. You scare people, you get them to pay attention. You scare them, you get them to pay attention. Now, I'm not saying that this is not going to affect, let's say, my business, because it certainly does. Because I work in a national business and I want to fly between countries. But does it necessarily mean that it's a serious problem? No, it is not. It is really not, man. It's just not. But unfortunately, you know, tend to uh, exaggerate about, oh, my gosh, the end of the world is here. Dude, the end of the world is when you start having hamburgers four times a fucking week. That's a far worse problem. And especially if you don't go to the gym either. Like, come on, man, seriously. Set up your game.
0: Yeah, and um, I, I always preface this with saying that, uh, first of all, I'm not a biologist or a doctor, I have no idea what I'm talking about in that realm, but I do numbers, and numbers don't lie to you, and that's what I'm doing. And um, and also, I do preface all of this with saying, it doesn't mean that we don't need to be healthy and uh, and wash our hands, or what, what have you. Do that, do all of those things, but don't cripple your life because of it, and also, Another fact, you mentioned common flu. well, it's not well, it's pretty common uh, during the uh, winter season. Uh, that people think that is not uh, 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 fatal. There are so many people dying on a yearly basis from flu and uh, nobody seems to be worried about that and people stop vaccination too. So who knows? I see, who knows?
1: I see I see exactly. And the thing is this, basically, I think it's going to create some problems for a lot of people. Uh, in this regard, and uh, I guess that's a serious uh, issue because when you think about this, it's just, uh, from my point of view, uh, nothing more than the way our psychologies are shaped as a species, basically, and that's, that's going to create uh, another major issue because, I mean, come on, man, this is a serious problem. So I guess uh, today in this program, I going to actually uh, help our listeners to understand uh, you know, this issue and find ways to actually Cope with it and not be panicked. I mean, people are panicking, man, and I think it's the responsibility, of guys like you and I, to let them guys know this is not as serious as you think it is, guys. Seriously, it's just not a disease. that is extremely uh, contagious. Does not make it dangerous. It just makes it more contagious. And it's true. I mean, nobody likes to catch a flu. Nobody likes to feel I don't know, fatigued and like I don't know, have, have a couple of fever. I don't know, fevers for a couple of days. Nobody likes that. I guess right. Nobody. Uh, enjoys that but at the same time if you want to like literally be obsessed and like extremely afraid and uh, somehow lay in the corner like oh my gosh the virus is here it's like the t-virus in resident evil the zombies are gonna come and i'm gonna catch it and everyone around me is like a zombie that if i get close to boom they're gonna bite me and i get the t-virus and i'll be a zombie like them guys please grow up this is we're living in this is not a movie this is the real world and uh If we know what it is, if we understand it, then we will be able to, uh, you know, handle this issue and not panic so much and know basically this, like many other issues will pass.
0: Yeah, I'm actually looking at numbers and I'll give you a little bit more specific statistics. But okay, so let's let's talk about contagious ideas in general, uh, including coronavirus. So. Uh, some, some, sometimes, uh, contagious ideas can be good ideas and that's what we are trying to achieve with the podcast, per, perhaps. Um, and a lot of other people are doing so, but there are a lot of people, a lot of times this is, this is very dangerous. Like we have had that, uh, the issue with, for example, Trump and people keep talking about Trump and can't stop talking about him. Um, now we have coronavirus. So what is it with, uh, contagious ideas, good or bad?
1: Well, generally speaking, I mean, uh, almost anything uh, in the modern world right now, we are living in a world where anything that is a source of threat in any way can just spread like wildfire, right? Because we are in a world of social media. And in the past, we all had to, I don't know, perhaps 20, 30 years ago, we had to sit behind our TVs and watch the news a few times a day to see what's going on. And But nowadays, that's not the case. Not only we can access news immediately, We are participants in that news. We can actually go on Twitter, we can go on social media and start spreading rumors. Oh my gosh, this is the issue, this is the problem. So because of the fact that our world today is extremely interconnected, we are going to see that any issue that hits the social media on a massive scale will then create this whole, you know, uh, problem. Trump, uh, as another example... Uh, this guy is a you know great mastermind when it comes to using Twitter and social media. He's been using it for many years now, and that's you know why the ideas just spread out basically. And the same thing applies to coronavirus. It's really nothing more than uh, basically your ability to understand that just because some ideas are becoming you know extremely popular and just spread like wildfire, it doesn't mean they're necessarily true. I mean, this is human nature. Anything can spread like wildfire, and people can start believing it. I mean, think of the history right now, Pujas. Have we had historical periods where people believed in something wrong that is now proven by science to be wrong on a massive scale? I'm sure you all know that. I mean, we all know that at some period throughout history, people believed that uh, you know Earth is flat. People just believed that, right? And now it's proven that it's not true, but people did believe in that. So just because an idea becomes popular, it doesn't make it true. That's the, you know darn issue. Just because people are saying like coronavirus is a real threat now, if everybody around you start panicking and everybody around you start basically uh, believing that you panic too. Let me give you a, a great example. One of my friends, uh, he was telling a story and he was in Honolulu and he was having a good time, vacation, Hawaii. I mean, everybody likes to do that, right? And uh, usually, one of the problems with Hawaii is uh, the frequent number of basically floods as well as major tornadoes that sometimes hit the place. And one day uh, he was basically sleeping during the morning And boom, something starts shaking. There's like a middle earthquake and like, uh, you know, kind of this water starts moving around and uh, people literally start panicking. So he actually goes out immediately because he feels like, oh, my gosh, the the room is shaking. He goes towards the sea to see if, I don't know, there's going to be some major problem or something. And he goes out and the earthquake starts, you know, happening. He goes out and then after about a few seconds, it stops. Everybody panics and looks out of the window. (gasps) And then nothing happens. Everybody's silent. So people look around. You see, people are always looking around them to find out what is the right thing to do, right? So people open their windows, look at, you know, the beach to see if, I don't know, there's going to be any major problem. There's no major problem. So everybody look around. Uh Uh-huh. Left, right. Everybody's in their apartments. Nobody's screaming. Nobody's shouting. Everything is silent. Guess what? They close the windows and go back to sleep. Nothing happened, Dude, do you understand how risky that behavior is? If this happened to me, I'd be out of that place immediately, right? Now, that is a lot more dangerous than a coronavirus, because if that hits, you know, hits, if, if it should hits the fan of that case, these guys are going to really die, man. But guess what? Since nobody's panicking, nobody cares. Everybody goes back to sleep and they sleep until this you know, afternoon and everything's fine. Right. Now, imagine in that situation, my friend wanted to play a trick. Just imagine. So he would grab three or four of his friends and it would run towards the basically uh, the beach. And then uh, these guys, you know, they're pranksters, they're putting on YouTube or something. Right. So, they start recording for a YouTube video, and about six, seven, eight people start shouting, Oh, guys, it's gone, coming, run, run. Guess what happens? Chaos will follow. Everybody, like, panicked. Oh, my gosh, it's coming. And this spreads very quickly, and everybody's going to start running and panicking. And maybe in that case, something will happen. Now, I'm glad that my friend did not try to play a prank at that time, but if he did, the result would be the same. Everybody would panic, and they would escape and run out of that place. Even though it was not any different than the... Pre- I mean, the situation is the same right here, right? It's the exact same thing. And Earthquake happens early morning near the beach area, Honolulu, and that's it. Like, there is no real threat here, right? This is the exact same situation. But the way people respond to it will then determine how we feel. So if everybody is silent out of their window looking at the, the ocean and there's nothing happening, after a few seconds, everybody goes back to sleep. Now, if there's somebody who starts panicking, now everybody starts panicking, right? And this is just human nature because we are like socially triggered this way. It's like part of our nature, we can't even think about it. Which is exactly why we have to be very careful whenever we find ourselves in such situations, would be coronavirus, Ebola, Trump, uh, fascism, nationalism, uh, I don't know, uh, China's out to get our jobs or China's out to give us the virus or the Russians are all criminals, they wanna kill Americans, or. Uh, Americans want to kill Russians, like whenever these things happen, we need to take a step back. Dude, listen, is this a fact or am I responding to this? Because a lot of people believe in it, because it doesn't matter how many people believe in a wrong idea or a wrong belief. It's still wrong. But unfortunately, we are not designed in a way to believe in that. So if you see everybody wearing a mask, even though it's proven that it does not necessarily reduce the odds of catching the virus that much, uh, actually having gloves is a lot more important than having a mask. But the point is, you do the same thing. It's just human nature. We've, we learn socially. It's our nature. And because of this, unfortunately, we have this issue. And it's so easy to spread panic among people if there are only a few handful of people who can actually spread that fear. And then, boom, it grows, like, literally. Like, uh, it's just going to be crazy, actually.
0: Very interesting. Now I'm going to give you some numbers, and you can comment on them. So I've been crunching some numbers super quickly based on the uh, updated database. And uh, so of all the cases uh, we had, like all over the world that are confirmed, Uh, so uh, of people sorry who who got the virus, three percent died overall. Uh, Forty percent recovered. Nobody talks about that, and the rest are. And the rest are still active cases, and of the active cases, eighty-two percent are in mild condition, meaning extremely you unlikely anything happens. Um, and globally, uh, we have a two percent, like outside of say uh, uh, China or on average, two percent chance of, uh, of of more uh, fatality. For instance, in Wuhan, Dude, it was four uh, four point uh, four four point nine percent chance. Yes. Oh. All of the people that's who right, got the right. virus. It's not, it's, not, it's not to say what is the chance of it's getting the virus. for those who
1: haven't gotten it, right? You see, yeah. that's, that's the thing. That's the thing because people don't look at that 40% already recovered. Do you know that 40% what that means? Like These guys caught the virus. Probably they got pretty scared too. I mean, the media just did a good job of scaring them. And these guys probably were panicking and like, oh my gosh, I got the virus, all those things. And now they're back home. They're, they're playing FIFA at home right now. Nobody talks about that. Talks about the, the, you know, the 50% who have mild symptoms. What does that mean? A little bit of fever. Okay, sorry, you, you're not going to have sex for two nights with your wife. Sorry about that. I, just to just stay, just stay positive, man. Just, just wait it out a little bit. So, fucking what? That's the issue, you see? People are exaggerating the problems. They focus on that 2% death, which, by the way, I mean, you should go through, you know, there were a lot of factors age wise. The majority of those 2%, the majority of that 2%, again, as you can imagine that, were above 60 and not your typical healthy. I mean, uh, Grant Cardone is also 65. But if that guy catches the virus, you better believe the virus is going to run away. Like, oh, I'm not going to stay around this guy. This guy's a retina man. This guy's energetic. All right. So we're talking about like people who are above 60, who have not lived a healthy lifestyle, who are not physically active, who probably are very stressed or have other preconditions. And boom, from those 2% 2% uh, passed away. Now, that's not a good thing. We love everyone. We want everybody to survive. But, dude, look at the statistics. Now, what are the odds uh, of, you know, you dying when you're crossing the inj- interjection in your street, right? What, 20% or something? I mean, how about driving? How about driving, you uh, know, uh, you know above the speed limit, right? How about a lot of these factors? Nobody cares about that. Nobody says, one's going to say 40%. I mean, it's not in the interest of CNN or, I don't know, Fox News or BBC or Reuters or Guardian. To say 40% of all cases of coronavirus have recovered. That's in no one's interest. Because it's like, oh, good, it's, it's safe, man. Let's go. Because they're not going to keep tuning in to watch other shitty programs of Reuters or BBC or CNN or Fox to continue talking about that crap. Because, all right, case closed. 40% recovered. 50% mild symptoms. 2% dead. All right, so I'm, I don't have to worry about this, man. No, no. Don't say that, guys. Don't say that. Focus another five deaths today and oh let's check the program man. and another five people died and this is unfortunately what we're seeing right now because that's going to make these guys panic and more importantly i mentioned earlier attention equals money and usually money in a much better way than because cash could actually lose its value but if you have a solid base of fans you will just keep making more money because you can have cash in your hand today or stocks or shares, and tomorrow you could actually, it'll be devalued. But attention, that's, man, that's worth more than money. Guess what? This is a time for BBC and Reuters and CNN and all these organizations to start making money. And am I, uh, there are, of course, some rumors that this was a, an act of, I don't know, bioterrorism by some country to create, you know, spread fear or something. I don't know about those things because it's, it cannot be proven. It's like hokum am like, oh, we'll see about that generally speaking, I think that uh people are just exaggerating so much. No one, have you, I mean, I don't know about you, British, but I have not seen a single headline telling me that 40% of those who caught the virus have already recovered back home and will never catch Corona ever again. Nobody talks about that, man. Probably Nobody. Not, yeah. mm-hmm. I haven't checked that. I've, I'm seeing the headlines all the time because, you know, I got a flight soon to Russia and I, I have not seen a single thing. But guess what? People don't care because it's not in the interest of the media for people to know that information. So then, then what? So they're gonna like, well, they're gonna tune out of our channel and gonna watch something else. Oh, you better bet. The smart ones will do exactly that. But the problem is, a lot of us unfortunately do not have the chance to actually find out the real information.
0: Uh, very good. Now, I have some data comparing uh, coronavirus to some other like um, popular like food. By popular, I mean, famous, um, uh, viruses of the past. So, for example, SARS had a nine point six percent of death rates, and unbelievable. mortality rate, and MERS had thirty four percent of mortality rate. Hmm. Yeah, Can you and that? yeah, well, that, that one was bad. Thirty <laughs> percent uh, this yeah, is less 30. than
1: two, unbelievable. Yeah,
0: and uh, for people under fifty for coronavirus, there is zero point. Two percent chance of mortality <laughs> so listen uh, guys
1: listen please, please say it one more time for all of our listeners
0: so for uh, people under 50 years of age uh, the p- mortality rate death rate is 0. 0. 0.2 percent meaning
1: this means you two have a, a higher chance yeah. you have a higher chance of dying by accidentally pressing too much when you pick your nose and you start bleeding from the ins- your your nose starts bleeding, then you do have of v- catching coronavirus, like literally. So start picking, stop picking your nose. By the way, if anybody out there picks their nose in public, it's just not appropriate. Really, it's just come on. I see this a lot in some of the European countries that I travel to. Uh-huh. Come on, guys, just just don't pick your nose publicly. And yes, if you pick your nose in a very harsh way that your nose starts bleeding, you have a higher chance of dying from picking your goddamn nose than catching the coronavirus if you're below fifty. But then again, don't wait for CNN, BBC, Fox News, and all the crap. I'm not on the side of any one media. They're all basically uh, fake news, basically, from my point of view, not just, you know, CNN. uh, Trump says CNN is all fake news, but it's all of that's bullshit, right? Media is biased, all of them. None of these media are going to tell you about any of these things. They're going to just scare you, man. All point, what, 2% or something was it? Uh,
0: Zero point, so 2 out of 1,000.
1: Thank you very much. Two out of one thousand people below the age of fifty can die of this. Two, uh, uh, I'm just—I have nothing else to say, basically. Like literally. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Yeah. No, that's uh, that's that's very interesting. Look, uh, again, like look at the numbers. I'm I'm not I'm not interpreting. I'm just saying these are the numbers. And uh, and I want to preface all of this with it doesn't mean it's very contagious. Like I have numbers for con- uh, how contagious it is. Uh, It is slightly more contagious than flu virus, which we are are familiar with. And part of the reason is that we have vaccine for flu, I I would believe, because uh, we we can prevent a lot, but we don't have anything, at least for now, for coronavirus. So probably higher chance of uh, 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 being contagious. Now, I want to also say that, again, we're no experts. We're just reading the numbers that the experts provided. And... And the CNNs and the, the BBCs, and I'm, I don't want to name specifically all the news medias, are doing the same thing. They're not experts. Sometimes they bring, quote-unquote, experts. I don't know what their credentials. But basically, they're interpreting the numbers the way they want. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And and at the end of the day, this this is actually quite fascinating. And we may have a longer episode at some point talking about the idea of cont- uh, contagious ideas. which Because... It's very powerful if you think about it, for positive and negative. Um, Negative. This is this could be one piece of it. Yeah, yeah. Propaganda. Exactly. Yeah. No, but also on the positive side, which we didn't talk about because obviously because of the uh, the time sensitivity of this matter, which we will talk about in the future, how you can use the contagious idea. Like we we briefly talked about this in bits and pieces, but if you put yourself amongst people who are motivated, among people who are doing stuff, and you get that quote-unquote, virus of doing stuff and being productive. Um, so it has a similar characteristic, but in a positive manner. Uh, yeah, we will definitely spend more time talking about that in the future. But uh, for because we are coming to the end of our show, do you have anything to wrap up the show for? Well,
1: first of all, Pujix, what a great topic that you chose today. And it's very good that we, at this time, sort of cover this issue because, unfortunately... Most of our listeners are now tuned into news channels and uh, they are getting all the feed on Twitter and they're all scared. Oh, another 10 deaths during the same period that another 10 deaths of coronavirus are reported. Probably thousands, maybe tens of thousands have died during the exact same period of many other issues that are far worse and far more dangerous than coronavirus, many of which could actually be prevented, right? But unfortunately, that's not what the media does. The media is designed to get you to get scared because if you are scared, you will not spend your time playing with your kids. You will not spend your time reading a book. You will not spend your time working, doing something productive or meditating or anything. You instead spend that time watching their garbage TV and garbage coverage with their fake freaking experts who tell you, you need to be scared. And that's only going to make you less happy. And in the uh, you know, Beyond the Present podcast, we focus so much on success and happiness. And if you really want both, you've got to understand that just, just tune out of this goddamn media, man, seriously, and understand that the issue of coronavirus, while it will definitely affect international travel, because uh, all governments are responsible to keep their image. And the governments who fail to do so will then be blamed for the virus. And most governments that are smart, they will not do that. So just because I don't know, uh, the U.S. has blocked all basically flights to China, from China and to China, it doesn't mean that it's because the virus is so dangerous. It means that the U.S. government simply doesn't want people to say, "Well, let's see, man, my I, I got a runny nose. Fuck you, Trump," and they don't want people to get upset. About the, and they don't want they don't want to be to be blamed here, right? So they do this not because it's dangerous for the virus to get in, but because this allows the governments to say like, guys, sorry, I don't, you got the virus, I blocked the borders. What else should I do, man? I'm also working on a on a on an anti antidote or some vaccine. So any governments to keep their image, they can do two things: block the borders or stop the flights, and simultaneously work on improving healthcare. And that's what they do to boost their image for their people. But understand, just because they, uh, some flights have been canceled or some borders have been shut down, that doesn't mean it's because the problem is serious. It means the governments actually don't want to take responsibility for this issue and they don't want to be blamed for any possible thing. And from my point of view, they're doing the logical thing. Now, this is definitely going to hurt a lot of people who work in Uh, let's say, traveling industry who work in airline industries or international business. But governments don't give a shit because they only want your tax anyways. I mean, who I mean, let's be honest, when was the last time government did something useful for you? Right. And as you know me, I'm a fan of like uh, minimum intervention by the government. But the point is, governments aren't doing that because it's dangerous, nor do they do that because they care about you. If they really cared about you, they wouldn't say like, pay half of your money as taxes. Let's be honest, man. They wouldn't say like trade half of you. How much disease and problem can you have by overworking? And then having to spend half of your income, 40% of your income for, for the government, right? So the government doesn't, no government, you know, because I work internationally, no government really cares that much about their own people, man. I mean, whether you're talking about the United States, whether you're talking about, uh, I don't know, Russia, whether you're talking about the European Union, whether you're talking about even Canada. I'm sure they're, I mean, that guy's very nice, but I mean, come on, the tax group is crazy in Canada. So why don't we talk about a healthier life balance in Canada? People don't have to pay, you know, work so much to pay all the taxes, right? But the point is, governments have to keep their image, and for that, they will do things like closing the borders and promising that it's all going to be okay. Fact of the matter is, the virus isn't that serious, and the reason that these blockages and these limitations have occurred is because governments don't want to take a response. They don't want to be blamed for anything. And if I was a government, probably I would have done the same thing, because, it would, you know, I don't want all these emails like, oh, listen, you opened the border and we got the virus. Like, oh, yes, because, okay, no problem. So, They do these things not to take any responsibility. And at the same time, they do this to somehow satisfy their citizens. But that doesn't mean it's a serious problem, dude. It's not. The coronavirus is not a serious problem. And if you think it is, then you have a real problem. And the problem is, I'm sorry, you are extremely naive. And your naivete can cause you a lot worse problems in the future. This means that you probably are easily influenced by the media. This probably means you don't read very much. This means you do not have have good contact with statistics and numbers, you don't have good critical thinking, and you probably don't have good emotional intelligence, which easily allows you to be manipulated for the rest of your life by the media and people around you. Dude, you get a much bigger problem than coronavirus. It's much bigger. So instead of all of these things, start working on yourself and understand that what you hear in the media and what others are all around you, oh, man, that guy's just used the jail. Oh, my gosh, she's also wearing the mask. Oh, my gosh. This is just a bunch of BS, and it only makes things worse for you. So please grow up, start reading. If you already ca- caught the virus, don't worry, you're going to recover in a couple of days, especially if you're below 50. If you caught the virus and you're above 50, maybe 60 or 70, also don't worry so much, because the mortality rate among the elderly is not as high as the media would want to say it. And above all, let this be a great opportunity for you to start taking care of your health, why do you want your immune system to be compromised because of all the stress to reduce and cut back on the stressors in your life? Why aren't you moving so much? Why are you overweight so that your body cannot fight disease so well? Why don't you start you know, j- jogging more often or join the gym and start becoming a member and just go there three or four times a week? Why don't you try to start eating healthier and actually do drink more water so that your body is hydrated more, more often and have also more energy? These are the things. So let this situation, as Pujic mentioned, be a good opportunity for us to start living healthier. And please stop just worrying about this crap. It's not as important. You have far bigger problems. And if you are really worried about this problem, then you have a much bigger problem. And that's yourself, the way you think. And you've got to work on that. And hopefully if you do so, life will be a lot better for all of us.
0: Awesome. Now, this is going to be like completely anecdotal. It's not important, but uh, male death rate seems to be um, quite, quite higher than female death rate. That's an interesting anecdote. Now, I, I'm going to, we, we're going to, we're going to. Uh, all the
1: 2%, uh, the guy's going to go first. I know. <laughs> but in reality, mortality and also even life expectancy is higher in women than men. Let's be honest. Like sure. women on yeah. a group live 10 years longer than men. It's just normal. These are just statistics that play around.
0: Yeah, and uh, so actually for uh, I want to mention that all of these numbers are sensitive to the time of the recording. So these may change. And uh, we're going to put the link to this. uh, I mean, I I did some of the numbers myself. It wasn't all on the website, but the website is quite uh, complete. It has all kinds of numbers, and you can crunch them yourselves. But you have to really pay attention to the context of these numbers as well. So please be advised about that. But uh, we'll definitely put the link up. You Take a look at it yourself. Make of it what you will. And uh, thank you, Dan, for being with us and talking My about pleasure. this matter. And thank you. Always. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's always great. Uh, hopefully, in the future, we can talk about more interesting topics. Like, this is interesting, too, but more on a positive note. Um, and, uh, and for to all you listeners, thank you for tuning in. As always, stay safe, stay happy, stay healthy in general, not about the, this particular virus. And until a later episode, have a good one.